The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 132, recorded February 10th, 2022. My name is Joe Becker. I'm just part of this team. The other part is... Michael Diaz. That's me. What's up, Michael Diaz? Not much, Joe Becker. So, <laughs> big week, kind of. I don't know. We had a finale this week that we'll talk about later. Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> it's a good thing in... Uh... You you hide your uh, emotions well. Your heart's not on your sleeve. It's never at all. Uh, but no, there's a lot of news. I mean, we've got some Star Wars news. We've got a bunch of stuff going on. But other than that, how you doing? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Still working from home. Um, the days all bleed together. Um, I'm never leaving my house. I don't know. How are you? <laughs> Good. I mean, I mean, looking at the numbers, which I do. I have since it started like every day I go, it's so stupid. Check the numbers. Like, like it's going to make a difference, but it's like the drop is tremendous. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it was so infectious that so many people got it that it, basically if you're not boosted and you got it, you're probably good for a while. Right. So yeah, I suppose, but I mean, it's dropping so fast. Like I would assume things will start opening up again, but what actually nothing's closed. That's, which is fine, but anyway. Yeah. Um, this is not a lockdown like other countries are actually experiencing. Right. Um, but nonetheless, you know, people, we're still working from home when we can. Um, I think it's, you know, and in the winter, it's just so tough in the winter, man, because it's just gray. Well, I know you and uh, you and your wife are going for walks. Is it every day? Yeah, we, she made a challenge to try and do a walk every day for three days. How far? Usually it's about a mile and a half at our minimum, which, okay. is around, which is around the block. If it's really cold, that's all we do. Like if it's cold, yeah. blur, I mean. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> During the warmer months when I was walking, I would do two and a quarter, two and a half every day, or every yeah. day I walked, I should say. Right. But when it's snowy out and cold, like if I get a mile and a quarter, mile and a half, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's just sucks. But also, when it's snowy, though, I'm wearing big, heavy boots Yeah, that are waterproof, so... I don't know. I use a fitness app, and when I when it's snowy and it, I'm trudging through it, I log it as a hike instead, instead of a walk. So, well, I've got some pretty pretty heavy uh, overall stuff that I that I wear that I think it's super cold, Arctic, ready for the literally literally made for the Arctic. Like you cannot get cold. They're pretty. Oh, heavy. that's good. I, I I used it when I shot uh, f- photography in Alaska. I, I did not know this. See, I'm learning things. Yeah, and um, it was cold. I mean, it was, every day it was 20, 20 below when we were shooting out there. there that's was, too. That's too fucking cold. It's too fucking cold. But I wasn't cold in that. They worked. Yeah. So. I mean, it's hitting me like minus eleven, minus thirteen here in Michigan a few times. But I can't imagine every single day minus twenty. They do it out there, man. They don't even think twice. I don't even like it when it's you know minus seventy degrees. Like if it's a one, if it's sixty nine degrees, it's cold to me. 
Not negative 69, 69. <laughs> what? You're from Michigan. Once, once, it's a single, once it hits 60 degrees, it's short weather. Yeah, for me. Oh, yeah. I'm in shorts. 60 degrees on up shorts. All right. Well, let's jump into the news. No one wants to talk about your shorts. <laughs> True. <laughs> so go ahead. You have a lot written on here. I have like, uh, I was going to put one thing. So, and you already, and it's the last one. So it's well, I knew, I, I, of course, I knew you're going to put that. I mean, you're yeah. super geeked about that. We all know what it is, but we'll get to it in a minute. So, some news this week. Um, I think we mentioned last week or the week before, Netflix has got another year. They're promising, what, another new film once a week? Now, mind you, some of those are going to be crap. But coming out March 11th is The Adam Project, which is reunites the director, producer, and star of Free Guy. So it's Sean Levy directing and Ryan Reynolds uh, starring. It's, How much cocaine travel. is Ryan Reynolds on? I want to know. You know what? He, he is who he is. I mean, I've been a fan of his ever ever since before he had a six-pack. Do you ever remember I've that been a show? Fan of his for, uh, yeah, two chicks in a pizza place or whatever. Two guys, <laughs> a girl in a pizza place, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, Which, no, I mean, enough, he, he's got to be on coke. Like, who does that? Who works that fast and that much? Like, you can't, like, well, that's You got to remember, Free Guy was completed a while ago for 20th Century Fox. Mm. It was one of those films that when Disney acquired him. Oh, they had to wait or whatever. It was in limbo, like when they were going to release it. So he was done with that for a while. And I mean, I remember watching trailers for that well, like right around COVID, like right before COVID started. Wow. So they sat on that for a while, which, and then obviously they filmed this since. It but, looks good. Preview looks good. It looks interesting. You know, I showed it to Shaylee and she is 100% in. But she loves Ruffalo. Ruffalo. She loves Jennifer Garner. Yeah, Ruffalo. Ruffalo's a good sell on that. You know. Yeah. In fact, she said it has two of her all-time favorite actors, like, like you know, fantasy actors. The only one that's missing if if Paul yeah, Rudd was in it. Do you call it free pass actors, right? Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Scarjo's on my list. Yeah. She has Ryan Reynolds, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and Paul Rudd. Right. Wow. Rudd not in it. Two, two out of three in bed. Wow. Good for her. But, uh, yeah, uh, you saw the trailer. It's a, it's a time travel uh, movie where Ronald Reynolds plays some kind of soldier or pilot that I'm assuming there's something happening in the future or some kind of travesty, and he appears to be romantically involved with Zoe Saldana. He comes back in time and gets to see his deceased father. Yada, yada, yada. It looks fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean these time th- these tropes have been done many times, so you know it'll be good. I'm sure it, it, he's going to be Ryan Reynolds. Like he doesn't really change characters, like you know, no quick quick quips, smart, you know that kind of thing. So it'll it'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. We'll see. And you know, comes with our new uh, Netflix subscription price, so we're paying for it. But you know what? Yes, Netflix their price keeps going up. Everyone's prices are going to keep going up. But uh, I, I'm, at, I'm at that point where I'm still happy with my Netflix subscription. Like, every time I think, should we get rid of it? There's, I mean, I'm watching Ozark. I'm watching Oh, yeah, Afterlife. for sure. The so. thing is this, right? It's We're not feeling it too much now because, hey, we're not doing much. Like, if I go to the movies, it's going to be a giant affair. It's going to be Spider-Man. It's going to be something big, like the Batman that's coming the out. The Batman, yep. 
you know, it'll be those things where before I would go to see a different movies. Like I'm not spending money at the movie theaters. So no, like, well, you know, your entertainment has all been wrapped up in streaming the last two and a half fucking years. Cause we're all inside the house and it's the best bang for the buck. And you know, and they're, everybody's providing content up the goddamn wazoo, you know, and there's been how many more streaming companies have, or, or places have come out, you know, in, in the last two and a half years. It's nuts. Oh yeah. It was a perfect storm for streaming, but I will give Netflix, Netflix this, you know, as you know, Disney came about and all, you know, basically as every single major conglomerate started putting out their own streaming service, Netflix saw the writing on the wall way ahead of time. They took those massive funds they had, and invest in making their own films. Right. And this is one of them. So, I mean, yes, COVID happened too, but they were already in position to oh, strike. Sure. They're paying. I mean, I, I think I brought it up last week, week before, uh, Knives Out 2. They bought the rights to that because it was a hit movie. So now if you want to see this, the sequel, you have to go to Netflix. Right. So, but anyway, yeah, Adam Project, I think it looks good. I mean, I'm going to watch it. It's free. Right. Well, not free. I paid for it already so right let's watch it exactly all right the next one let's talk um michael put all these in but i'll just jump in the jurassic world dominion trailer has come out colin trevorrow who was going to uh direct rise of skywalker or whatever the hell he was going to call it um, duel of the fates duel of the fates all right uh named after the song of in the phantom menace um jurassic park World was it World Dominion? Dress Park World Dominion. Dominion. Um, I have I've had I, I got to admit I had zero interest that this was even being made. Um, because the last one, I mean, it's just it's the same trope. Like, oh my god, dinosaurs! Ah. Um, but I got hooked when they showed the old cast. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll go see it. Um, the story's gonna suck. I know that. Well, I mean, what is it? It's a dinosaurs on the earth. Like, there's no more story to do. No, I, I hear you. I think they've played this one out. Now, that said, I mean, I like the first Jurassic World or Jurassic Park. Let's yeah. go back to the 90s. Yeah. That when we first see the you know dinosaurs in the distance and all, you're like, holy shit, they fucking did it. I feel like I'm seeing real dinosaurs. Love that film. Second movie, it was okay. It was Spielberg. But it, it wasn't as memorable as the first. Then well, you, the fir- have, you have to decide now what you're going to do. Like, is the there's only two ways this can end. Well, three, three. Number one is there's some kind of coexisting coexisting human dinosaur going forward in the world. Right. Number two, dinosaurs win. Number three, people win. Right. Something's going to be now. There's only that's it. The outcome. That's it's one of those three. I highly doubt it's going to be dinosaurs win, but that would be awesome. <laughs> it's just people are all dead now. That'd be that'd be the good way to do it. And it kind of like doubt it. Uh, what uh, Planet of the Apes, where the dinosaurs are in charge. Yeah, just leave it at that. Oh, I um, love that, but there's no way, no way they're going to do no, that. No, uh, of course I not. would love that, but no. Um, for the world to actually exist for people, they'd have to kill all the dinosaurs for that to end. Yep. Right, and then throw away the tech. Well, they'll probably do something stupid with some coexisting. Yeah, well, they are they are positioning this as the final movie in this in the franchise, right? Well, it should be. <laughs> well, here's the thing: uh, Jurassic World, the first one done by Colin Trevorrow, I actually really liked. Yeah, but it wasn't nothing was new. It was fun. But no, it was, no, it was, it was it, fun. It, it added nothing. 
Uh, I know some people dis- did not like it, but for me, on the hierarchy, it came second only to the original. That I liked it that sure. much. Okay. Now, that said, the second film, Jurassic Park, I don't know, Lost World or some shit, whatever the fuck it was called. Who, does, who knows? I, I never watched it. The only reason I watched it was because I was on a flight and it was free and it was one of the only movies I hadn't seen yet. So I said, why not? I'm not paying it for anything, what right? What a great way to see a big movie on dinosaurs in a three-inch screen and a chair. <laughs> <laughs> what a great experience. It was like an eight-inch screen, but still. <laughs> so, was, let me put it to you this way. The flight landed. I still had maybe 15, 20 minutes left to go in the film. And you were fine. It was so bad. I'm like, I don't even care how this ends. But judging from this trailer, apparently dinosaurs got out into the wild and now they're competing and there's this big you know, ecological potential to destroy the world because they've upset the sure. balance, blah, 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 blah. Just like you, I, I got excited once I saw Laura Dern. It looks Sam good. Elliott, or Sam all, all three of them look good. Oh, yeah. like Sam Elliott looks great. They do. So what do you think? It's been 30 years just about. Now, do, they, do you think they hide, hid the uh, cameos of the two kids? Um, I don't think so, only because I, I want to say, I want to say one, if not both of them, left acting after they were in that movie. Like, Yeah, but money talks. It's like, you want to just be in it for five minutes? <laughs> right. That sure. would be cool if they had him, and especially if this was the last, sure. or this really is the last one. But right. I have to admit, it looks way better than I thought it would. It does, pre- or it's a great preview, like a great edited yeah. preview. Put it that way. I'll give you that. I'll give you yeah, that. To make you feel, yeah. I mean, I'll see it. I don't know if I'll, I, we'll probably see it at the movie theater. Michelle loves them, so we'll probably go see it. All right, you can do the next one. Well, Futurama is back again. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I was never a huge fan of this show. I, I don't dislike it. But I'm not a fervent fan, so when it got canceled, I was like, all right, you know, that sucks. But then when it came back in like 2007 or something like that on Comedy Central or whatever it was or Cartoon Network, I don't remember where it showed up. I'm terrible. I should have researched this a bit better. But it came back for another couple seasons or so, and then it's been gone ever since then. And now here it is, like 10 years later, coming back again. What's it going to be streamed on? Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it when it came out. Um, we watched it. I mean, I like the show. Again, it's not something I'm clamoring for, but it could be something to throw on, you know. Um, I still like, do you, do you watch Disenchanted on Netflix? No, that's on Netflix. Is it good? It's very good. It's very good. They have a new season of that that, that just dropped, which I'll have to put that on. But uh, yeah, I like that. It's very Mac rating, though. It's great. I like him, you know. Me too. Me too. I used to. There was a book that he used to have that he started with. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Just hand, you know, line drawings. It was good. I forgot what it was though. I had the the, the, the two bunnies. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. Those were great. But you know what? I have to admit, um, now that I know that it's coming back, I I think all the seasons are on Hulu. uh, Because currently, I think so. Because it's always been owned by Fox. Or owned by twentieth, twentieth uh, animation. Who's who owns it's it? Just Fox, right? Well, yeah, it was Fox, but yeah, twentieth animation it used to be twentieth century Fox animation, but now it's right twentieth animation. I think they call it now. So I think they're on Hulu. I'll double check, but I now have interest. I mean, I've got 
Until technically, they would be owned by Disney then, right? Exactly. Which is why it's coming to Hulu and not Disney Plus, because it's more adult oriented, you know? Oh, for sure. Hulu is like their PG Plus, PG 13 yeah. Plus on up. Right. That's smart for them. At least in the US. Right. So I'm thinking about checking out the series now because I've seen it here and there. Maybe it's time to give another watch. Cool. All right. What's the next one? Well, still on the Disney docket, we have Lightyear. They have a new trailer out. Came out from Pixar. Pixar coming out June 17th. It's the uh, full-length feature starring uh, our, our old favorite, Buzz Lightyear, as voiced by Chris Evans. Looks good. Looks like a, you know, a, a great hit on Pixar's hands again. More toys to sell. Get that Buzz Lightyear back. And I wonder if it'll end with like um, Andy buying his first Buzz Lightyear. Because he, because oh, that'd be cool, right? Kind of like bring it all the way back around the first Toy Story and go from there. Um, you know, but you know, Pixar usually puts out some solid, solid films. Oh, absolutely. I I can think there are only a few that I'm like, eh, like Cars was all right. They're at a solid solid 90% good films. Oh, yeah. They're they're definitely like at ninety percent that you know, the hit ratio. I love. I know it went straight to uh, Disney Plus, but I loved Soul. I thought it was really good. Soul's very good. So very good. Well, Pixar's gotten screwed. Uh, like their last three or four went straight to streaming. So yeah, uh, Soul and Canto, and there's another one. And Canto's one that just came out. That's not Pixar. And Canto's not. I thought it was. No, I don't believe so. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. No, because it says it's Disney's Encanto. Oh, my bad then. Yeah, but there's another Pixar. I, I don't know. I don't know them all, but I know they've been putting straight to streaming for them. But it looks great. I mean, you know, what can you say? Like it looks. Um, you can see the big giant robot. I think which was another toy in in Toy Story that was his nemesis or whatever. So yes, it'll, it'll be interesting. But looks good. Now, now the bigs to me is like boy, they're pretty advanced technologically. And if, if is is it a is it happening in the world in the Pixar world in real time or is it like a TV show that kids watch called Buzz Lightyear? Because what I'm getting at is like there's some high tech in this thing, and then all that would have to happen before Andy would get a toy, which means oh, I think I think this exists in a world. This is the story, the fictional story. That the toy is based on that Andy has right, fictional story, right? Kind of like not like not like, uh, like Star Wars does. Okay, not like Buzz Aldrin going to the you know in space. No, no. I mean, yes, the somehow they're all connected in some way, shape, or form. I mean, what, the, what the I'm dinosaur. saying is, what I'm saying is the story that we're going to watch is based on the story of the toy, not yes, uh, not a real person in the Pixar world that is a historical figure. Correct. That's my That's understanding. What I'm okay. That's all. Though there is some new unifying theory that all the Pixar movies are in the same timeline. That even Wall-E, but who knows? Oh, okay. Who knows? Nice to have some of those rumors. All right, and then the last piece of news: they released the Obi-Wan Kenobi time. Now I said it would be May the fifth. Remember, I was wrong. Well, if but, you look at it. Or May the 4th. I said it was going to be May 4th. Sorry. I thought that's when they were going to uh, 
release the show because it was, you know, that. But they're releasing it and the 25th of May, which is the day Star Wars was released originally. So that's the kind of callback to that. Okay. I think, I don't know. I think they should release it May the 4th because it's also a Wednesday. It's only three weeks earlier. Why didn't they right. do it? Well, we, they've, there's probably other stuff that they want people to watch on Disney Plus or something to keep the keep those subscriptions going. So, um, you know, we've got Moon Knight coming up, right? Oh yeah, when is that? When is that? It should be coming up in another couple of weeks, right? I hope so because I was just thinking, Boba's over. Uh, time to cancel my subscription. I don't need it for a while. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not going to do that. They're not going to let you do that, Michael. Come on. They should. They know. They know. <laughs> Let's see, March thirtieth. So you can do it for a month. I can literally, yeah, because I can't think of anything I want to watch this month. So they yeah, hold, hold eight dollars. You're gonna save to turn it on and then turn it off when you could just watch something. There's a lot of stuff on there. I guess I could watch Encanto. You could. It's very good. Is it? Yeah, it's great. Okay. It's very good. Take your word for it. <laughs> well, I think it's great. So. Obi-Wan Kenobi, they put a poster out there. They've got uh, little Ewan McGregor in the desert. Um, there's rumors of flashbacks with him and Anakin. There's, uh, we'll see. I'm excited. I mean, you know, I'm excited. I can't wait, but. Uh, yeah, this is your most. This is my most anticipated. anticipated 100%. Yes. 100%. Jinx. <laughs> my most anticipated Star Wars release this year. Um, I don't even know if there's going to be anything in 2023. Maybe. Mando and Bad Batch. Well, uh, yeah, I was say Andor. I mean, God, that thing seems to be never a click. It's coming out. Well, they just said that they're well. Now, uh, what's his name? That's in it. Skarsgård, who's in it, said that they're beginning season two. Filming. That's fine. Well, well I mean, see season one. I mean, that's they usually don't make announcements like that. So I think he let something out of the bag, which you know, I think Andor is going to be great personally, but. Uh, I think it'll be a good show. I just don't think it'll be what people are expecting from a Star Wars. But um, anyways, looking forward to Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's finally coming. I think it's going to be huge. Um, it's got. If anything has any baggage or expectations, like this has, this is going to be the most, the, the, the most critically watched high expectation. Oh yeah. Disney plus streaming Star Wars program. You know, yeah, this is it. And, uh, I, Deborah Chow, I, I wish all of the luck in the world. I hope it's great because I don't want people picking on her. <laughs> you know, us fucking Star Wars fans are just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and we already know this one is, it's these episodes, that's it. It's a, they even see it on the poster. It's a limited series. This is all you're getting. It's basically going to be an extended Obi-Wan film. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to start paying $20 a month for Disney Plus so they can play Ewan McGregor. <laughs> you know, right, right. There's some there's money involved, but you know what? Ewan McGregor does a lot of different things from TV. Like he is not like some kind of uh, film only person. So, oh no, a lot of, he was bullshit. He was just uh, in the last season of Fargo. He played twins. Yeah, and then Anakin or Anakin Hayden Christensen. You know, he's probably he one needs to Walmart be the before he'll do it. You know, right. no, I pick another guy. Um. I hope it's good. I mean, I don't want to be disappointed. It's going to be the problem I have for myself when this comes out is I'm going to be watching it with fear first. Every time I go like going into a Star Wars movie before I know anything, I, I watch with fear of not really? liking it. Sure, because I don't want to be disappointed, right? Fear, disappointment, and then 
and then after like watching all kind of rough couple of years then joe (laughs) a rough couple of years well no mandalorian isn't i had no expected fear that's true that's true there's no baggage on that i think Um, that fear i will only last you that first episode though i think after that first episode you're gonna be like fuck yeah you and mcgregor i hope so um yeah can't i'm totally looking forward to it so all right we got a lot to talk about so why don't we jump into our geek this week michael you have your paragraph as usual (laughs) <laughs> Not, well, okay, uh, so this week uh, what I'm geeking out about is Spectators Part 2. It is Brian King Vaughn and Nico Henriken. hope I'm saying her name right. Um, their comic on Substack is free. Uh, part 2 came out this week. I think it's only four or five pages. Uh, the comic is coming out weekly in chunks. Um, it is definitely not safe for work. Um and like I said, it's free. I signed up. And I don't know how Brian K. Vaughn does it. But back when he wrote Why the Last Man, as, my, as well as Saga and many other books, but why in particular, it seemed like he ended every single issue on a cliffhanger. So you'd be like, what the fuck? I got to wait a month to find out what happens next? <laughs> He's only doing, like I said, they're only doing four or five pages at a time. Now, mind you, there's only two parts. But he's ended each of these four or five pages on a cliffhanger, so I'm like, motherfucker, now I gotta wait a week for four more pages? It's good. It's good so far. Not much to say about the story only because it's only been like a total of eight to ten pages. But I'm hooked already. I'm enjoying it. Um, my other geeks this week, uh, reading manga, Sweat and Soap. I finished volume seven through eleven. I'm done. I've completed the series. So you never have to hear me talk about romance manga ever again hopefully and then uh playing a lot of call of duty uh warzone actually uh had fun with my brother last night took out two helicopters with one bazooka shot wow yeah but you were aiming for the other one like boba fett did actually so okay now you're gonna make me explain uh a damaged helicopter had come and landed near where my brother and i were you know hiding it landed the people got out and they decided to get back in. As I saw him heading back to the helicopter, I lined up my shot and fired. And so just as they got back in the helicopter, theirs blew up. What I couldn't see from my point of view, but my brother did, and he saved the video, a second helicopter came in behind them to land or attack. I don't know what, but they were almost on top of the other helicopter when I blew the first one up. And it blew up with such <laughs> explosive power, it took out the second helicopter as well. Cool. So, anyway, it's cool. It's just like stuff. Boba Fett. It was just like Boba Fett. Just like Boba Fett in Mandalorian. Oh yeah. Um, what about you? What you geeking out about? So I've been watching. Uh, there's the first six episodes. I'm not sure when the next, the last three come out. Uh, Vox Machina. Do you know what that is? I've heard about it, but tell me what it is. You know who the critical role people are? Oh yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, so my son Sam, who's a who's a D and D enthusiast, um, I feel glad about that because I kind of showed him that stuff. But he's like a great DM now; he does things. But anyways, he got me to this uh, that I watch on Twitch. Uh, they do live uh, Dungeons and Dragons played. So they're all voice actors from various um, animation shows. They're all so they play characters and they do their things, right? So the first campaign they did on Twitch. This is what it was called, Vox Machina. And then they turned it into a script, and they put it on, um, I think, GoFundMe. Got a crap ton of money, and then, then Amazon bought the rights, and then they, they're making it with them. So it's on Amazon Prime, and it's awesome. 
So did they go through and like animate their script or something? Yeah. They animated the show, like other D and D. No, it became a story. They took the story. Right. Like, like they're not. You don't hear like roll for this, roll for that. They, they turned right, it. right, right. But they took their actual D and D campaign right. and dramatized it and made it into a cartoon. Right. That sounds fucking awesome. It's great, and you know they. It's it's for adults. Do not let your like, you know, <laughs> the ten year old or whatever watch this show because there's everything you can think of under the sun in this. You know. Um, it's it's awesome. Now the animation, granted, is not perfect. It's not. It's it's old school. Like uh, it feels like. Um, oh my gosh, a battle of the planets. Oh, like, uh, you know is it mean? intentional? Like, I think it's slightly intentional, but I also think it's very hard to. You know, it's very hand drawn. But you don't gotcha. get that smooth. It's not very smooth, like you know, transit. You know, people walking. Like you're so uh, used to Pixar or something. You, you know, you're not going to get that. And it's certainly not as good as Arcane. I mean, Arcane is a, a thing of beauty, but you probably haven't watched that. I have not. But the reason I ask is remember there was that old Dungeons and Dragons cartoon back in the day. It's not like that at all. Okay. All right. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh no, it's terrible. I own it and I love it. But I yeah. recognize that it's terrible. But I had to have it. This is great. In fact, I don't. I, I hopefully I don't know if the last three are out, but I think it's going to be a nine episodes, and it's a really good story too. Like there's a lot of cool shit that happens, and so I'm excited for the next the last. Episode. I think I want to check this out. Yeah, it's cool. It's very very good. Um, and then, believe it or not, I, I had to throw something on today, and I'm like, because I was working, um, and I like to have something on the background, and I put uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League on again. I only watched it once because that's a four hour commitment. But it is enough to hold hold your day while you're working. You just you know in the background kind of thing. And um, you know what, I like it. I like it better the second time. I think um, you know, just I think Zack Snyder's just got to get over the slow mo a little bit. But uh, that reminds good. me, there's some news we forgot. But we'll keep keep going. I got some Zack Snyder stuff. That, that's oh, then I, I'm you know catching up. I finish up. I'm halfway through the second High Republic book. Um, I'm on that too. Now, you know, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week. Did I tell you that we bought? Did, did we say? Did we talk about me going to Disney next last time? You did. You okay, did. Good. All right, I'll leave it at that. Well, I did get my. I don't know if I told you this last time. I did get my reservation for a lightsaber, and we got reservations for Olga Cantina. So we'll be. We got those, which are pretty. Oh, look at you! Look at you! Um, no, I was gonna. Uh, Zach Schneider is doing that movie. What's it called? Rebel Moon, I think it's called. I don't know. Um, yeah, let me. Yep, I'm pulling this up right now. Forgot to mention this in the news because they haven't. So, I don't know if you remember or not, but a few years back, Zack Snyder wanted to do a Star Wars film. Oh right, yeah, he had some script that he was messing around with, right? Yep, yep, and obviously it did not get made. Right, but he took that script tweaked it a bit and now um netflix very happy with army of the dead where they bought his script why? and the rights to rebel moon a while ago what'd you say why why yeah i still haven't seen it so i can't I speak to terrible, that. but anyways <laughs> but um but you know it got some viewers that and even though he didn't direct it army of thieves which was the prequel apparently also did very well for netflix uh-huh but he was a producer on that, so he still gets paid, right? Not as much as you know the director, but they're his characters, right? Anyway, all that to say, um, he's going to do Rebel Moon for Netflix, which now, like I said, he had to tweak a lot of stuff so that way it's no longer you know apparent that it was Star Wars, but it's his sci-fi epic. But 
so from the description, it sounds like a movie I saw back in like the 70s, 80s. It says, uh, it's about Rebel Moon is a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy, which is threatened by the armies of a tyrannical regent. Desperate people dispatch a young woman with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them make a stand. Did you ever watch a terrible sci-fi film with John Boy himself called Battle Beyond the Stars? No. I know what it is, but they had no interest in it. I watched it back in the day. Now, I've had cable since as long as I can remember, so I've watched everything that was ever on HBO. It's terrible. It's so terrible. But the synopsis is very similar, and we're in that case, John Boy. I forget his, uh, what's his name? It's fine. Guy with the shit on his face. Yeah, wow. He's on Ozark, by the way, this season. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, yeah, he, he flies a ship that and he tries to get people. It's completely obvious that they're trying to rip off Star Wars without seeming like they are, but they are. Yeah, but they are. Well, it was intended for that anyways. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, it's pretty hard if he's wrote a script for a certain genre. And no, 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 no. Battle Beyond the, the Stars was a terrible Star Wars ripoff. Oh, I thought you meant the script that they're working on. Okay. No, no, no. That'll be on the stars. You, you got to watch it at some point. Is that bad? All right. But anyway, the synopsis sounds very similar to Rebel Moon, so I know it's only a couple sentences, but I don't know. I, I, part of me is, I'm at least intrigued because Zach Schneider goes over the top. He's like the blue filter dark Michael Bay, right? Yeah, but instead of fast stuff, it's all slow motion. Fat, um, yes, but that said... You know, the sci-fi portion of Man of Steel, I loved. I, th- I think Man of Steel, I've said this many times, Man of Steel is a fantastic sci-fi film. It's a terrible Superman movie. And Did, you, watch, do well. did you watch the Zack Snyder's Justice League, though? Yeah, we covered this. Oh, yeah, that's right, we did. I wasn't I was sure if you watched it. I watched the, the extended yeah. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, and liked it. Was surprised <laughs> that I liked it. And then I liked, uh, yeah. yeah, I liked Justice League. But anyway... We're way off topic. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's move it on back. Let's move it on. All right. Before we get into the two big things, again, Peacemaker and Boba Fett, um, you know, hey, we've got a Patreon page. If you want to check it out at patreon.com slash kybercast. And I want to thank a few of you out there that even that upped their monthly last week. So thank you so much. It's it's very, 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 very helpful. We much appreciate it. So if anybody else would like to throw us a tip once in a while, check it out at uh, patreon.com slash kybercast. And uh, we'd be pretty Pretty thankful for that. All right, let's do Peacemaker first because we have a finale of Boba Fett, and then next week will be Peacemaker's finale. So this is the penultimate episode. Uh, another good episode, in my opinion. I think, in my opinion, this is going to be the best. This was this will be the best episode of the series this or the season. Um, and because uh, I. I it was a very emotional, it was a fun episode, it was good, but I don't think the last episode is going to live up to this episode that we just saw, personally. I agree with you. Um, so, for those, well, spoiler alerts, obviously, this episode begins right with the uh, the fight and the death of Chris's it, it, or it, it picks up brother. where uh, Home Sweet Home left off. So that Exactly. Which John Cena was playing piano. That was him playing. He does know how to play. He's, yeah. We were talking about that last time, and I felt yep, like that. And I read he practiced that so he could actually play it. Yes, yeah, yeah. He practiced and practiced so he could do it. So what a nice, what a nice way to go from an end of one episode to the beginning of another. Yep, and you find out 
His brother died because his father would invite rednecks over to gamble on his, his basically it was dog fighting, but he used his two kids yeah. punching each other in the face yeah. um, and fighting for sport. Right. And as so happens, Chris gets one awesome hit in, but unfortunately it kills his brother, yeah. which is horrible. There couldn't be a worse technically person on the planet than his father. No. And I mean, I'm sorry. Good, good art, good film, good TV, whatever evokes emotional response. Yep. And when his brother goes down and just, I can't repeat them, but the, the vehement awfulness that comes out of his father's mouth it's there, yes. to Chris, who's just a kid, younger brother too. Oh, it's yeah. And it, it's disgusting. Yeah. And it made me like, I got mad at Robert, uh, Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Thank you. Robert Patrick. Which Patrick's kid. What? I'm kidding. I just want to see what you're actually, you know, Butch Patrick is. <laughs> is, is it, wait, is it Robert Patrick? His name's Robert Patrick. You know who Butch Patrick is? No. Eddie Munster. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought, I and mean, who's the other one? The guy that uh, runs Filter. That, that's the other. Oh, I don't know. Patrick. Anyhow, the point is, I got mad at the actor. I got mad at the character. And I was like, you fucker. I wanted to kick his ass. I mean, obviously, he's fake. He's a character on well, a show. Yeah, but you're, 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 you're you know, invested in the show and the character. That's why it's a good show, because it's got good characters. I mean, it's, good, it's, it's, it's you know, got well-developed characters. Yes. 100% agree. So I'm not going to recap the entire episode, but it's, it's, all I can say is, it's, okay, it's not, there are times when it's deep. That's not its, I mean, that's not what it's about. But there's so much going on in this show. I just, I sit and smile. Now, obviously, we're on well, episode seven now. So, so actually, there's not a lot going on in the show. There's just a lot of getting to know the characters and what makes them tick. The yes. only thing that's happening in the show is like there's aliens in people's brains they want to take over the world. That's all that's happening. Yes. Everything else is is uh, character development and character um, conversation. I mean, honestly, there's not a, there's nothing happening other than you know aliens are going to take over the world and they need to, they need to. to well, if, in, in, in this episode, it doesn't make it bad. I'm just no. saying that that's the, pre- the, the 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 strength of the show is because they've dove into every one of these characters and. Yes. You know, we're, you, you know, you're getting them, you're getting to, I would rather have, you know, you know me, I've said stuff a million times. If you don't like the characters, it doesn't matter what the story is. But and you got to have story too. You do. Um, and they have one. Oh yeah. Simple, 100%. simple one is fine. It doesn't have to be complicated. Oh, it, a story doesn't have to be complicated to be good. I mean, yeah. sometimes the story is just as simple as, you know, boy meets girl and they fall in love. If it's done well. Are not complicated. That's the point. Right. Exactly. So, um, so his, his, his dad's out of the clink. He's got his, you know, army of, uh, racist, well, racist, basically. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, I, they're thinly veiled clan members cause they all wear white hoods, but they have they're, horns, right? They're pillowcases, but yeah, it looks like, yeah, they're like right. horns. Yeah. Well, they are. This the dragon horns, right? That's his. Right. So, and so they're chasing down um, Peacemaker because Peacemaker has obviously a GPS that was put in his helmet. So they chase him down. And, you know, there's chase, there's fight, there's... Well, what's funny, though, is, you know, like, the whole raccoon 
bit. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, he, he comes around the tree. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. That raccoon is hardcore. His face yeah. is all fucked up. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Uh, my point earlier was, you're right. It's not a particularly deep story at times. I mean, there are deep character moments. The story's fairly simple. Aliens are invading. We got to stop it. A small group of people has to try and stop this alien invasion. But I'm just entertained from second one to the final, till you know, to the credits roll. I'm smiling and I just, if you had told me two months ago, that Peacemaker would become one of my favorite shows on HBO Max or one of my favorite streaming shows, I would have said bullshit. <laughs> I expected something fun just because it's James Gunn. And again, I like Su- The Suicide Squad. I know you didn't. I didn't expect this. It's I like this even better than Guardians of the Galaxy. But that's me. It's I know so a lot different of- to me. It's just different to me. I, this is its own kind of genre, I think. Um, that I don't want to say it's better, you know. If there's another like this is in the same genre as is is the Suicide Squad, this is better. So give me something in the similar genre. Like I just think Guardians of the Galaxy is more. Are you, not, saying, are you saying genre? Genre. What else would you call it? Genre. Genre. <laughs> That's not how you say the word. It is in Michigan. <laughs> Do you wash your squash? So, Worship, you worship. Sorry, okay. It's not right. It's not exactly Guardians, and I'm not saying it's better than Guardians. I'm just saying I personally prefer it. I think I I put I put like the boys in this. Oh yeah, this is definitely the same genre as the boys. Yeah, it's like that kind of thing. So and and, you know, um, it's good. I don't know if I like it better than something yet. I mean. Um, because I really like the boys. So I'm not saying it's boys better than this is Peacemaker, and it doesn't have to be. There's no such. I mean, not everything has to be better than. This, but I really, really enjoy this show. It's good. No, I, I agree. Um, whereas, but my point was, some you know, a lot of people loved, loved, loved Guardians of the Galaxies, both Volume One and Two. I liked them. I didn't love them like other people. I'm just saying, for me, Guardians of the Galaxy is PG-13 because it has to be because it's Marvel. Yeah, but it's also right. more subtle. This is not a subtle show. Well, it has to be more subtle because it's PG thirteen. This is this is DC Warner Brothers telling uh, James Gunn, "Do whatever you want." And so he takes it to that nth degree. It is over the top. It is adult. It's definitely R rated. I mean, this could turn the corner for DC. DC is going to have a big year this year. I mean, they've got this. They've got the Batman coming out. Yeah, they've, this is all in this year. They've got the Flash coming out this year. You've got Aquaman coming out this year, and yeah. you have uh, Black Adam coming out this year. All this year. Could so, be potentially huge. Could be a big year. I mean, I think the Batman's going to be good. I mean, by preview standards. The I previews have, are at least very, very well cut. Yeah. And then um, I have no reason to believe Aquaman 2 will be worse than the first one. I don't know if it'll be better. Um, same director, and, you know, they got ideas there. Um you know, the flash scares me. I don't know. Cause they're going to just change so many things up. It's a flashpoint. Oh yeah. They're totally doing a soft reboot. Well, um, I'm excited for flash. Cause I can't wait to see Michael Keaton who apparently is going to be in many, many properties. We already know he's going to be in Batgirl. Batgirl yeah. <clears throat> and then um, we'll see what happens with black Adam. I don't know much about that story. So 
We'll see. Well, The Rock is top landing by himself, so it's not going to be good. <laughs> well, Michael already Michael deems it so. Yeah, no, I just I I'll watch it. I'll I'll watch it with an open mind. I just uh-huh. in general, if The Rock top lands a movie by himself, it's shit. <laughs> All right, so this particular episode of Peacemaker, there you know after understanding that you know um he's been kind of betrayed by his friends he's he's feeling pretty lonely right yes and they all kind of come back around to him though which was nice yes um and then we see the death of of um what's his name the the I forget other names Murph. Murph, yeah and then <laughs> the bug comes out and they give him a little high five and dying in her hands trying to be all dramatic <laughs> which was pretty funny but eagerly again where what's her name sees him sees the eagle hugging him <laughs> after he thought he, should, he was dead oh that was a good scene well and i love that they connected it back to the very first episode right and she saw it she's like oh, it must be a miracle yeah. i thought it was funny it was funny now the the the, the thing that makes this episode what it is is you know and we talked about the beginning and um augie his dad is going after him and they confront each other and they get to fight and uh basically he was gonna lose if it wasn't for his sidekick peacemaker would be dead no 100 percent. head would be gone which is ironic because that's how uh, he takes out his own father right i'll tell you one thing though if i ever get a chance which will never happen to write or direct one of these movies fucking and it, it applies to boba fett too when we get to it you don't hesitate you just do it. you can't like why is his dad hesitating you want to just do it and that would freak people out if he did something like that you know and it all goes back to a line in fucking die hard remember die hard right of course where he goes remember if you have a chance to kill somebody do not hesitate and then he shoots up from the from the Thanks for your advice, pal. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, okay. the problem with all these shows. It's like they take that the one only, extra okay. breath. The only pa- the, okay, but there was an explanation for the pause in that his charges had to power up, right? The dragons, yeah. the white dragons. Yeah, his yeah. is fine, but you know, it's still, it's still hesitation. No, I get it. Well, yeah. that's one thing. I'm going to throw this out there. Another Warner Brothers uh, property that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Watchmen. Remember that? Yeah. Not not the not the uh, show on HBO Max. I'm talking Which about you the didn't movie. Watch. I haven't watched yet. No, uh, I'm talking Watchmen, the the Zack Schneider movie. That's one thing where the you know the bad guy does this typical. Oh, here are my plans. Yeah, yeah. And you think, oh yeah, they're going to stop him now, but he's like, you you understand. Yeah, I enacted these 20, 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, you've already lost. Right. So well, I'm telling you, I lost one. Point of Watchmen, anyway. So, um, but he he shoots and kills his dad right in the head. Boom. And uh, it's a big deal. They had the one tear. (laughs) Yeah. Not funny, but it is kind of funny. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it was a, that's the confrontation of the series. Now, the the next part, the next episode is just going to be them going after the cow. What are they going to do? Kill the cow? You know. That's what I expect. I, I expect... You're, as you said already, I think this is the emotional 
climax of the series. Season, anyways. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Season, at least. The next episode is just going to be balls-to-the-walls action. It's going to be over-the-top violence. There's going to be gore. There's going to be gratuitous. No, it's called gratuitous. I don't know. Where gratuitous. Do you live? Yeah, exactly. I mispronounced. Uh, there's going to be, I stopped myself. There's going to be gratuitous violence and all kinds of gore, and I'm here for it. It's going to be hilarious and over-the-top. It should be good. It should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um. But is Peacemaker not going to be a super good guy? Like, he's not going to kill people anymore? Is he going to turn into something different? Is he going to change? And is that good? Uh, well, what's the old uh, mantra there? All characters must at least have the illusion of change. I mean, that's what comic books are, right? Yeah. So, if they go another season, yes, he's going to continue to grow and change and be less of the homicidic, <laughs> homicidal maniac that he has been. But then, you know, whenever they want to, something can send him back to the way he was, and then they start over from scratch. Well, they haven't said if there's going to be season two yet, as far as I know, but I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, there's money to be made, but it depends how busy, um, you know, James Gunn is if he wants to do this again. Yeah, I'm curious, because, yeah, he he has been very clear since this came out that they gave him this one season, now, that doesn't mean HBO isn't going to or Money Warner talks, Brothers. Man. Money talks. Yeah. Well, if they're giving him the creative freedom that it appears they are giving him, I don't see why HBO wouldn't just, you know, I, I keep saying HBO, Warner Brothers wouldn't just come up with a dump truck full of money and say, please do more. Well, well, is it that or they say, okay, keep Peacemaker there, then create another, bring us another character from this Suicide Squad that you can do, you know. Do a Harley Quinn this season. Do this one the third season and then bring them all together or something. Yeah. I, I would watch that, but John Cena, I, I'll give you, he is freaking perfect as Peacemaker. I love it. Yeah, it's good. All right, so I'm looking forward to next week. Um, and uh, it'll be uh, next Thursday. They'll have the season finale. Um, all right, let's move on to what everybody wants to talk about. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they've already heard enough. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett, the finale, the season finale, which Disney called it the season finale, not series finale. Don't know if that means anything. I'll notice, too, on Disney Plus, it, they call it season one. Yep. That's right. Oh, now, we might be looking a bit too deep into this, but I think we're both hopeful. Well, no, um, do, you want, do you want a season two? Yeah. Under a couple conditions, sure. <laughs> let's talk about the episode first. Okay, let's talk about the episode. So this was the um, directed by director uh, Robert Rodriguez, and it was it is uh, the war, basically. Everybody comes, and it is now the one-on-one war. We've, we've got Cad Bane in tow. We've got uh, the Pikes are now making their move. They're, they're basically coming at them. Uh you know, war breaks out, people fight, stuff happens, and the the the, season, the, the episode's over. Right? Um, we knew that was going to happen. There was nothing. There was nothing here that uh, we didn't think was going to happen. Um, well, there was one thing I didn't think was going to happen. Okay, well, we can get into that. Yep. But basically, that's the episode. It's the war. Now, overall, <laughs> did I like it? 
overall, I liked it. There's a lot of good moments in it. Now, I said, I'm, you know, I'm going to be straightforward as I am. Michael's been waiting for this. I said, I'll wait till the whole thing is done, right? Ah, uh, yes, I have been waiting. Okay. okay, so now, in my opinion, the entire season of this, of the Book of Boba Fett series is like a C. Personally. Um, it's good Star Wars. Some good Star Wars moments. Um, but I feel that they failed ultimately in telling the Boba Fett story. You know, personally. I don't disagree. I think uh, I think the finale had... <coughs> excuse me. I think the finale, like you said, has good parts. There are mm-hmm. good moments. And I think that description applies to the entire season. Yeah, it was like it's uh, you know there's a saying, uh, there's a mathematical saying that if you um, take the first sixty seconds of the stock market, and then you overlay that that graph of what will happen, that, that will actually predict what the day will do. So these little snippets. Um, so the on and off feeling of what the entire series was the same as this episode, right? It's just sometimes it's on, sometimes it's off. I will say this: yep. in this season. It's the best Robert Rodriguez, but I don't know what that says. I, I still think the best Star Wars he's directed was the Mandalorian episode because maybe it was a little tighter for him. Um, yep. So I got to say the, the the biggest thing that bothered me through the whole episode was like, I still feel the action wasn't directed well. And he's a good action director, so I don't know what happened. Typically he is, yeah. And I don't get but- it. Like it felt slow still. Like the action felt slow. Like I don't know if it's in editing or, you know, like, I don't want it to be like, you know, Born, Jason Born, where it's so quick cut that you don't, you know, no one moves that quick. It's just cut, 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 cut. But I feel right. like a lot of his action were just wide shots cl- slow. And I'm like, this just doesn't feel dynamic. It just doesn't feel dynamic. I agree with you. Um, I mean, you go back and watch, you know, El Mariachi or Desperado. Or- fucking great. Right. I mean, are they necessarily realistic action scenes? Not necessarily, but they're dynamic. Right. And then you can go, that was badass. Like, Desperado is one of my, I don't know, top 10, but probably top 20 movies of all time. I love that film. And the action in it is great. And there's only a handful of action set pieces. But when when he usually does action, it's badass. But, uh, you know, you're right. There are these wide shots. And everyone is grouped together all in one place. And I just, I, I didn't, I just, it wasn't, I mean, give me Blaze Dallas Howard in episode five. Right. You know, when, you know, Vizla and Mandalorian are going at it. That was awesome. It was. And that wasn't a very long action scene, but I felt like I got better action in that episode. Well, I mean, part of this, like, I'm, I'm going to uh, pick on Favreau here a little bit. Now, it's also part of the director, but um, I don't quite understand the strategy that they had. Like, okay, let's separate our forces and then put people in the middle of the street so they can see them. Right. Like, I didn't get that. I'm like, okay, here's Black Chrysanthemum is out there in the middle of the road. Yeah, he's not subtle. No, here's the Gamorrean guards in the middle of the road. Let's just, you know, let's make sure we see where all your people are. Like, go fucking hide. Like... Here's the mods in the middle of the road. I'm like, okay, they can go. Um, you know, if they want to get gunned down, that's the first. That's fine. 
You know, I didn't quite get it. Um, there's just so many plot holes in this in this that I'm like, it just says to me that they rushed it. That I really believe that Disney said we need to rush something because we got to get some spinoffs going. What can we do? I, I don't I don't know even if it's that they rushed it. I mean that's possible, but it could have been just like we have a budget for seven episodes. We need to wrap everything up here. It's fine, but then if, if you have a budget, then maybe you should have had Luke in it because that's probably took a lot of the budget. And maybe, yeah. you know, if if not, I don't know. Um, and not that I minded Luke in it. I mean, they're, they're creating this was the season to create different uh, root or appendages of the story, right? I still think all these things are going to float around Mando. You know, they're going to they're going to circle around him, but it's not going to it's not called the Book of Ahsoka. It's called Ahsoka. So I'm expecting right. it to be about Ahsoka, not Mandalorian or anybody else. Right. They've, they've planted seeds, obviously, for Ahsoka. They've planted seeds for the third season of The Mandalorian, which we knew really, coming, right? well, yeah, but really this was, you know, the sections of this was Mandalorian 2.5. And because of that, I suspect The Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be a much tighter story because we get to skip this section, right, where they, re- re- where they reunite. Right. They're going to be on some kind of quest or adventure when they you know hit the ground running Mandalorian season three right I so, want to talk about I do want to talk about some of the good things like um I loved when Boba Fett and Mando were in the air fighting after they sent the Domo guy out there to talk and they just started shooting from above and they're on the rockets and they're fighting with each other that was great yes that was an awesome awesome moment um we knew the Rancor was coming that was awesome I loved the Rancor in this I love that he came back and fought I love most of the Rancor um I could have done without the King Kong homage. homage. Oh, yeah, I know. But only you and I know that. If kids never seen King Kong, it's just kind of one of those things. True. I don't mind, I don't mind homages. It's, it's one of those. I mean, if you look at Lucas, is, there's so many homages in all his Star Wars stuff. It's on, it's crazy. You know, so. I, and I don't mind an homage here and there, too. But I don't know. I, I guess I want a well-done homage where it's like a clever wink and a nod. Yeah. Whereas, I, I don't know, just something about this. What was the point of it? Climbing the tower? Other ten than to create an homage. Sure. Um, yeah, it wasn't chasing somebody, like you said. Exactly. If it was chasing somebody, I had a reason to climb. Um, I liked that, but then I question like every time I see something good, I'm trying to see all the good stuff. Let me see all the good stuff first. Um, Cat Bane again steals the show for me. Uh, great, great little duel between him and Boba. Um, but again, I, I go back to the hesitation. Like, don't talk to him. Just shoot him in the head. You're if you're a cold bloat, if you're a, a cold killer, and you just told him, you know, uh, they just talked a little bit about the past. You know that you know that I don't people know that that Cad Bane trained Boba Fett in some in some areas. Um, obviously, he knew his dad, pulled his dad up, which is maybe why we maybe why we had the flashbacks from. You know, they never really resolved why we had flashbacks of him as a kid. Um. But maybe it was this telling him who his dad was in some ways. Um, but Cavay just kept talking and then, you know, pulled the old uh, gaffy, gaffy stick out and took him out. Um, but do we think Cavay's dead? Do you think Cavay's dead? I do. I, I, I'm, you know, you're giving your good things. One of the bad things is for me, they brought Cavay back just to kill him if he's dead. Only reason I say this, as they were panning up, there was a beeping thing on his shirt that that was beep, was going off. Um, he has a droid that that comes to him when he's in pro, has problems. That's in in the uh, Clone Wars and things that that's, that has saved him, and that could be a beacon calling his thing. So he may not be dead. We don't know. 
He made it. He seemed pretty dead, though. He just took a little gaffy stick to the chest. Who knows? Or right to the chest. Who knows? Well, His race may not have a heart. Right. right. You could have two hearts. It could be like, uh, like, like the a Klingon. Or the Doctor. Doctor Who. Oh, I didn't know Doctor Who two had two hearts. Yes, he does. Um, so anyways, yes, I was upset. Like all of that, I was upset uh, of that part of it. Um, and I and Fennec Shen, again, was the best. She's the smartest one out of anybody in there. Uh, <laughs> she is, but, you know, if they had just included some little scene, even just a few seconds, that showed how Boba Fett orchestrated her going off and doing that. He, they did. When? He, he was, I want you to go to Mos Eisley, and she goes, I'll go. I'll go take him out. Yeah. I, I, I mean, they uh, said it. They, I mean, I, it was pretty clear. He didn't give her the the plan. She doesn't need one. She's going to go in there and fucking kill him. She's a, that's what she does. She's a hitman, hit hit person. Not a bounty. She's more hit person than bounty hunter. Well, yeah, that's fine. So I thought it was a, that was an awesome little kind of like moment where they. Oh, it was cool, but I mean, of course, she comes in and kills everyone, yeah. right? Yeah, she's the cleaner. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like I said, there were good things about this, but like I said, I, the Rancor was cool. I, in fact, I admit I forgot about the Rancor. Did you? When, yeah, when he said he was going to go and get reinforcements, they, they oh, kind of set us up I, I knew a little bit. Getting. You knew he was getting the Rancor? Yeah. Why else did we? I was been waiting for that. Well, because right before that, they had the scene where the mayor is talking to the Pikes with Cad Bane. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Pikes are like, don't worry, we already wiped out the Tuscans. Right. And, uh, but the mayor's like, but did you though? Did you really? Right, right. right. So there was a little bit of a bait and switch where I was like, bit. he went off to get reinforcements. I thought he was going to get Tuscan. So I was actually surprised. I was like, oh yeah, the Rancor. Okay. Then I, 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 I was kind of hoping because we didn't see that, that Tuscan die with that, the ass kicker Tuscan. That would have been cool. We, ne- we never saw that body. So I thought True. for sure maybe that, that was the only Tuscan that was going to come around. But then as they brought the Rancor, I'm like, why didn't he just get Slave 1 and just fucking fire everybody from his ship? Like, did he need to get the Rancor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> drop one of those, uh, those Sonic lines. Yeah. yeah. Like, why did you need the Rancor? You've been there a lot faster. A hell of a lot faster. <laughs> just flying and smoke people. I mean, he it's, took out the whole biker gang. It's those kind of things that that bothered me and that's probably either the writing or the, it's a little bit of both right because it's like when you're directing when you're directing and editing you're creating the time and the space the script doesn't you right. know what I mean? a script doesn't say this should take five minutes to get to this spot it's the script right. and the director well, and the editing creates in that. general a page of script is supposed to be approximately a minute of film give or take yeah but i mean it doesn't say like, it'll say sometime in the script and boba takes off to get the rancor It'll say that right. in the script. It doesn't say how long. It doesn't say, you know. Right, right. And that kind of thing. Um, I mean, but you're right. There's there's so many little things in here. Like, you know, when the people from Freetown show up, it's cool. They save them. That's awesome. But then every single person huddles behind the speeder. Like, spread out. Yeah. You just give them one point. No, spot even, to the, even the mods, you know, Boba Fett, we will go to the palace. Well, you can go to your palace here. Big shot. But we're going to stay here with the people. Fucking be Boba Fett said, fine, then you're going to die. We're going to go to the palace and we're going to win over there because it's fortified and we'll be safer, dipshit. Like, why, right. why are you letting the kids? That's the problem I had in general. Like, they just, I was, I thought this was going to be, as I said from the beginning, that this episode was going to be the, um, the unforgiven moment. 
It was what it was done, and it wasn't. And I'm, I'm not saying because I want it to be the way it's bad. What I'm saying is, you you had a character that, that he just went too soft, and and Cad Bane, like they say it, Cad Bane's he just went too soft. We all do, you know. Um, that's what Bulba says later. But the point is, I just didn't. I, I if he's going to be a leader, he wouldn't just acquiesce every time to everyone. Exactly. You know, if he wants to lead, you know, by respect instead of fear, that's fine. But acquiescing every time makes you look weak. It just makes you look like an unknown leader. Thank you. you yes. know, I mean, not necessarily weak, but just like, okay, well, you're not really leading me. I'm telling you, so how can I have faith in you? Exactly. I mean, you should have just told the mods, do what you want, but if you want to live, you come here. I don't give a shit. This is what that we're said, doing. that would have been a completely different thing. The sea, it would have been the Siege of Boba's Palace. And it would have been like been Helm's Deep. Oh, you didn't see Lord of the Rings. But they have a rancor in there that would have came out then. Like, that would have been a smarter way to do it. Like, true, uh, true. You know? And then, like, know. these poor Gamorrean guards. Just yeah, why are they the only ones that, that die completely? Yeah, because they're pigs. Right. What if they go forward? They died. Like, I mean, like, wait. So everyone survived to degree. I mean, yes, a couple of people from Freetown died. A couple of mods that you don't know who they are died. Yeah. I wish that's the spinning, main ones. That spinning gun guy should have died. What? That's a bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. But for the most part, and the Black Resentment obviously lived. All these factions that came together. Mandalorian lives. Obviously, it makes sense. Yeah. But everyone lives except for the Gamorreans. They both were dead. They didn't even run forward to fight. Like, no. why would you go out that way? Just go forward and fight. That was so weak. I mean, I would not want to fall off a cliff. I mean, not that I want to take a spear to the chest, but at least I could die fighting, right? Right. So, it was funny. It seemed, like, out, of, it seemed uh, out of character. It did. Especially when they showed when, you know, Bora was uh, jumped in the first episode. Right. They, came they right can out. fight. Yeah. They can fight. Yeah. Yes, they are outnumbered. But come on. Come on. That's just racist against the Gamorreans. It, it was. I don't know. And then there are at least a couple scenes where, you know, the giant robots that have the shields are, you know, he says, run, get out of here. And the people start taking off and they run in a straight line. You got a, you got a, you got a zigzag, man. Yes. And then it, it, it seemed the whole strategy of those giant things was they're shielded. Keep shooting. Did you ever see the movie, the in-laws, the original in-laws? No. You never seen that Peter Falk and um, uh, oh my gosh, I forgot his name now. Um, I don't know. You have to watch it. It's good. They're getting shot. at serpentine, serpentine. Get a rotten serpentine. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's an old seventies movie, but it's it's hilarious. Um, but that, but that's it. I mean, they're running in a straight line, and like I said, they, you, they obviously have shields that they're not knocking out. Right. Keep shooting the shields, and then even that whole scene with uh, the mod that goes up top. I need to get a better position to snipe. Snipe what? Yeah. Why Why did that even happen? Yeah, right. You're going to get up top and shoot from it from a different position? How is that helping? It's not helping. Well, you try at the high ground. I don't know. The high ground against a shielded thing. It yeah. was all just shooting. Again, I'm dogging on the episode a bit, but it would seem like they were just treading water until the rancor could show up and kick ass. Right. And that's pacing, and that's like that's the directing of this stuff, right? Um, well, it's directing, but it's also... It is poor writing, too, because you didn't have a way out for your characters other than, well, wait until four or five pages from now when the Rancor shows up. Yeah, we just don't know the script if it said if it was four or five pages or what was added in action. Like, action right. just says they fight, you know? Weirdly, really? a script says, 
he uses his left hand and punches to the right and does it, like, they don't get that it's it's just choreographed on the on the on the I'm on sure the, there would have been something about you know the well it'd be like going up top maybe anyways um so that was you know that part the fights were slow and um I was going to say something and now I can't remember where I was um after the Gamorian guards anyways um there were some good parts of the thing. Now let's let's talk about I think another poorly written and maybe directed area is like so R2 just drops off Grogu? Really? Yeah, Luke just Hey R2. I'm a little busy. This. I'm a little busy here meditating. Can you just go fly this fucking kid back who doesn't want to be a Jedi? Right. Fuck, fuck that little fucking thing. Get him out of here. I don't want to see him anymore. Well, well okay. I know this wasn't the intention. Yeah. But the Jedi are supposed to be not necessarily devoid of emotion, but they're not supposed to, you know, be petty. And it's kind of like, oh, you chose the you chose the chamber. Fuck you. Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, agree. And I don't like the choice. Um, I don't like the choice because I, I know why the choice is made. I, I think this was a Disney thing. Hey, we've got a lot of Grogu toys to sell. We can sideline him for a year. You know, uh, I, year. I, really, I truly believe well, if there was a Mando season three, that would be a year. That would be a season without Grogu. They didn't. Work. No, I'm I'm saying a year. If he was really going to be a Jedi, seeing as it's taken fifty years to get to toddler level, and he can't talk yet. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. If they, if without a time jump, it's yeah. going to be a hundred years before this guy is even a child level. Right. Right. So so, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't like it because now. I, I actually really enjoyed when Luke took him in the end of season two. And I'm like, sweet, they can do a totally different story now. Like, I don't need to have keep the kids safe. And then this, the kid, and then Grogu comes out and use, does some force thing to get people out of their trouble. Like that, enough. They did that three times in this episode for Christ's sake. Yeah, it is. It, it's a crutch, it is, no. It's a it's a, it's bit of a Deus ex machina. You're like, oh shit, how do we get out of this situation? Don't worry, we have Grogu. He'll fix it all. Yeah, it, it's that's what I'm worried about. Like now you're gonna you're gonna rest on a, a trope. Like so he's just gonna just use his force things and keep doing that, but he doesn't want to be a Jedi. Like well, could he turn evil? Could he be pet? You know that kind of stuff. His dark side. You know what I mean? As he keeps growing right. and, and doesn't isn't trained and um, I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I understand why because it's a Disney, like they just want that. It's marketing. Um, but I I you know. That would have cracked me up as if he had pulled out a lightsaber too. Like he, like he stole. They would have told me he stole the ship, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, that would have been cool. And then Luke right. shows up and get him later. Like, hey, pick one now. And then at right. the end, at, after all of it, like not have Luke come in and save everyone because you don't want that. Well, no, because you know when we got to the end of the episode, I'm like, as much as we were rooting for Boba and whatnot, they're not the good guys. He's still a crime lord, right? Right. Right, this is like he's a bounty hunter. Now he's a crime lord. Okay, but still, it's kind of like the end of Inception, right? You get to the end of Inception, like, oh, they pulled it off. They're not the good guys. <laughs> yeah, they they forced a thought into this guy's mind to break up his conglomerate. They're not good guys, <laughs> right? Because um, it it worked against this other billionaire's plans. So at the end of it, I was like, they're not the good guys. So if Luke had shown up, I know some people when, like when the when the X-Wing shows up, I'm like, Luke better not be fucking Luke. Right. 
I'm glad it wasn't because Luke should not have dealt, you know, have put his nose in that, and he didn't. No. I'm glad he didn't. But it'd been much better writing if if he <laughs> pulled the lightsaber out when when um, when Mando pulled out the dark the dark saber. Oh yeah, that would have both been went at the shield. You're like, whoa, and you're like, and it would have been cool. Like he stole it. He stole the ship. <laughs> You know, like maybe he knocked Luke out and stole the ship or something. It would have been hilarious. They cut yeah. back to Luke. He's like sleeping. What the? His first failure. It's like you know, the temple's on fire. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> he's the one who destroyed it from the get go. Luke's just. I'm just. I'm surprised that in all the years shields have been around, no one has figured out the only way through a shield is to go slow. Well, they tried. Oh, yeah, didn't he, he actually yeah, had to shoot it several times before he broke through it somehow, the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like the shields in um, Phantom Menace. Right. It was a little different. Um, yeah, so it, the, the Grogu thing actually bothered me. I was like, oh, damn it, I wish he would have stayed with Well, Luke. I know we talked about this, you know, offside, outside of this uh, episode we're recording right now. Yep. And I, I meant it when I said it in that I, I didn't know which one he was going to pick, and I I didn't. I thought for sure he was going to pick the chainmail just because of the reasons we've already said. It makes sense from a marketing perspective and for Disney to keep raking in that cash. Uh, but as far as storyline wise, I could have seen, I saw pros and cons to both. Right. So it, it doesn't surprise me. He showed up and chose a chainmail. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm against it. And, I, and I'm going to sound like you here now when I say this. It all depends on how season three of Mandalorian goes. Sure. Maybe be justified. Maybe he goes back and changes his mind. Who knows? Well, nice thing too. Uh, you know, Luke. Sorry, he didn't train to be a Jedi until well into his twenties. I get that Grogu is fifty. No, no, no. His no. species he was like 17, 18. Okay, late teens. The point is, Grogu, even though at fifty years old, is still a toddler. Yeah, yeah. he's got time to change his mind and go back if he wants. I would assume so. He could live. He could live entire lifetime with Mandalorian, watch Mandalorian die, and still go back and be a toddler and learn how to become a Jedi. It's possible, for sure. Um, that'll be the sequel trilogy. We'll be dead by then. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, I don't want to think I missed any big deal things. Well, what, okay, did you like the Cad Bane uh, shootout and then it, with the gaffy stick thing? Are you fine with that? Yeah, I liked it because they showed that Cad Bane is still the fastest. He's still the best. Best? Baddest? Yeah, he's still the fastest. He still kicks uh, Boba Fett's ass until he gets close. And then, you know, the Gaffy Stick is a symbol for the family that Boba found. And he uses, you know, to take from Fast and Furious, family. Yeah. He uses family to defeat Cad Bane. It was thematically... It fit fantastically. My only problem with the, if if he's such a good shooter, Cad Bane, why is he shooting at his armor? Shoot his fucking leg. He has no armor on his leg. Right. Well, isn't the, uh, I, mean, I don't think this is actually canon, but I thought uh, the dent in Boba's uh, the, helmet that's, is supposed that's, to be from Cad Bane. Yes, it's from, well, that's what was written in half, what do you call it? It's It's half animated already. You can look it up on YouTube and find it. You can I know, it. I know. I looked it up. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was uh, basically roughed out digital storyboards, and yeah. they abandoned it. Yeah, um, which is good. Um, maybe they'll flash back. Now, do I hope there's, you asked the question? Do I hope there's a season two? I do. If there's a story with for Boba Fett, 
Well, and let me say this. Wait, maybe, I did, though. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you said it in a slightly different way, and I'll say I'm a little bit more, I don't know, aggressive, uh, negative. Let's face it. The Book of Boba Fett was not a good show. It's an okay show. Okay show, yeah. So when there's you say good, Sila, when you, there's, there's good, there's good parts to it. There's, yes, Sila, I don't disagree. Sila, yeah, I love Black Chrysanthemum. There's yeah. things about it I I really thought was good about the show. I'm glad they did. But as a whole, taken as a whole, you're, I don't think it's a good show. Um, I think it's an okay show, and that that's about sea level. What you're saying, right? Yeah. So average. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, there are some good things in it, and they have planted some great Star Wars seeds. I mean, the fact that we've seen Chrysanthemum now opens up the door even more to, I mean, there's, it was already cracked, but maybe now it's cracked a few more inches and maybe seen Dr. Afra. Right. Because Afra and Boba have all dealt with her. Right. And worked with her in the past. So... Not a great show by any means, but do we want a second season? And you say if there's a story, right? If 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 there's a good story and they, they figure something out, you know, then yeah, sure. If they don't, then you know. What I wanted to see too is like you know, and again, it's not because I want it makes it good. I, I just think it, it's it's if you're going to get into the Star Wars lore, um. Why don't you have there's there's other syndicates, you know, that it's it's not like the Pike Syndicate has enemies. One of them is the Black Sun. Right. Could have had Black Sun people come in and you know, it's it's taking one power for another, but you could have you could have talked about it. You could have had, you know, who's the leaders of the Pike? Who who's you know, there's no true syndicate leader, I guess, that we knew of. I don't know. Was it that Pike guy? But he was just that that eat that that uh I guess factions was of the Pikes, you know, I don't know. But are, are we done with the Pikes? I mean, I'm just trying to think here. I don't think all the Pikes are dead. Just the one that was. No, 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 not at all. But I'm just saying, just taking what we know about drug cartels in the world today, or even just the, you know, Mexican and Colombian drug cartels, just because you knock them out of a town doesn't right. mean they kind of don't come back and murder everyone. Right, right. So. Right, right, right. That's that is the hard thing. What if they do another season? What's it going to be about? Because now he's the crime lord, and if he wants to be, even when they end the episode, he's like, "I'm not sure I'm cut out for this, or I want this." Well, After too late, you are. You just had a war over it. Yeah, or you give it to Fennec. I don't know. I don't know. It's we. It ended weird. It's like you know, ended on a weird like here. Here's an orange chrysanthemum. What? <laughs> right. And now, if they would have killed chrysanthemum, I'd have been even more pissed. Thank God they didn't. So, if they have a decent, decent story, yeah, we're up for a second season. But I don't know that they really leave us in a great place for a second season. But then do you want to talk about that? We didn't read little, a, they, they didn't leave a cliffhanger for a second season. They didn't say it was no. shut down. So you, you can talk about the no. credits if you want. Well, so then we know Cobb Vanth is not dead. Correct. He's modded now, or will be, and he's back to He's going to be modded, which... Not necessarily against that. Um, no, no, I don't care. I mean, well, to know he's around. Let's let's face it. He, he's basically playing a spin on the character that's in Deadwood, but only yeah. on a Star Wars. I mean, could 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 Boba give him the armor and just be quit? Which would suck. Yeah, I don't see him giving that up. I don't see him giving that up. Yeah, 
No. It's, you know, not, af- not after in Mandalorian when he shows the chain code and about how this has been on my lineage and blah, blah, blah. But if it's Mango, it's, or not Mango, if it's Django's armor, why is it painted differently? Why haven't they ever addressed that? Or is that in the I comics or the books or something? I don't know. I, I, I want to say it was in a, I don't remember the um, Clone Wars. I can't remember if it was in the internet. I have to look that up. Well, maybe our listeners know and they can educate us because obviously I don't know Star Wars nearly as well as I thought. Right. I don't know. So, I don't know. Maybe, uh, I mean, Disney's always ready to cook up new ideas. I mean, maybe we're going to see, maybe they're not going to do another season of Book of Boba Fett. Maybe we're going to get a season of, uh, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, Cobb Vanth, they do a season of him being the lawman out in Freetown. Right. Which, I don't know, it sounds kind of doubtful only because I know uh, Tim Oliphant just signed up to bring back Justified, so he's going to be busy on that show. So probably doesn't have room to do a Star Wars show now. <laughs> With regularity. I mean, at least not be the star, but if it's- you know he's not dead, so we'll probably see him again. I wouldn't be surprised because apparently you have to go every season of every Star Wars show now. You have to go to Tatooine, so maybe we'll see him again in uh, Mandalorian Season 3. I don't want Mandalorian to come back to, to Tatooine. Maybe to get his I, I want him to sell the ship because I don't think that's a good ship for him. It's a cool ship, but I, I mean, you know, it ended with, with Grogu wanting to go fast, which was funny. Nice, cute, great. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. It's not a ship for bounty hunting. No. But maybe that's it. Maybe he's not going to bounty hunt at all next season. What's he going to do? I think the whole next season is going to be about trying to reestablish himself as a Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, sure. He's got to go to Mandalorian and take a bath or something. Um, the waters under the mines. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought we're going to see Cobb Vanth again. Yeah, yeah, we, we will. I mean, or, sooner it, than it, you think. It's certainly open enough. Well, if we know he's alive and it's Tatooine. Oh no, no, no! This takes place after. I was going to say we're going to see him in Obi Wan. No, we're not. No, it's ta- Obi- that's before. Obi Wan. Remember, Luke I'm an idiot. 10, like yeah. nine or ten years old. So, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'll shut up there. We'll be on Tatooine again. I think people are going to have enough Tatooine at this point. Um, but I think he's going to go off-world, actually. I think, I think Obi-Wan's going to go off-world. I don't think he's going to be there the whole time. Uh, he has to, because there's no way in hell uh, Darth Vader comes to Tatooine and doesn't detect Luke. Right. Right. So he's and gonna... What I heard is that uh, Obi-Wan is going to get um, kidnapped by some Tusken Raiders, but they become his friend, and he has a little family. And Shut up! <laughs> That's going to be the first three episodes, and then Mandalorian's going to come in. Um, and Vader comes to kill some more Mandalorian or uh, yeah. uh, Tusken Raider women and children. Yeah, all of them. So, anyways, I, I I hope it's not a downer. There's a lot of things I, I enjoyed about the series. It's up and down. It's good, good things, bad things. A lot of good Star Wars stuff. Um, but, again, I don't think they did justice to, to Fett. I, you know, I just I think it could have been better. I had much for much room of improvement. I give it a C. I'm happy I had it. I'm not. I'm you know. I'm not saying like don't do it. like. Give me something to watch. It's a Star Wars thing. You know. I. I you know. Um, right. I want to learn to just enjoy some of these things and not get so picky on it. But that's what I. You know. It's what we talk about. That's what we do here on the show. Um, well, I, I think... want to be as, as, as honest and transparent as I possibly can because you know I'm biased of Star Wars things. And I will say that like some of these worst episodes, I, I like it better than any of the Star Trek discovery that I've seen, but that's because I'm just not that much into Star Trek. As some of you are, so 
I, I will give you props, Joe. I, I occasionally tease you as being a Star Wars apologist, and I think <laughs> you and I landed on this series really not too far apart. No, uh, I think so, too. I mean, I, I don't know what grade I give it, but I, I'm okay with saying C. I was a little surprised. I thought this whole series of podcast episodes, I thought I was more way, way, way more negative than you are about the series. So I find it surprising that we kind of landed in the same spot. It all depended. This, this, this. I, I don't think the landing was stuck very well. You know, it was like a one foot. It, wasn't. it was a one foot landing. I'm like, you didn't, you didn't bring the character around. Like, I, I really thought the best way to. They, they hinted at it so well, like the episode prior, where it was like, he's a cold killer from the work for the Empire. I'm like, they're gonna bring. The, he's gonna be pushed. And then when he said, and then when he. Said to, uh, when Cabane came back, says, "Yeah, well, the Pikes are the ones that killed your friends." Then I thought he was going to go, go unforgiven and just fucking rampage and just. He didn't, but he had Fennec do it instead. Right, and it's just like, oh, and he didn't. Yeah, but but he was gonna, but Fennec pulled him back. Right, right. not now, not now. Um, why not now? You got to face him anyways. Take him out now. You're, all your friends are there. Right. You know. Anyways, I I think if they would have just brought Boba to like to the edge to like turn him, you know that that unforgiven moment where he just blows through everybody, and uh, you know, but this time it's justified because it's their enemies and it's not just for fun. I don't think he's ever done it right. for fun. I think he's like paid to kill and take a job, yeah. go do the job, you know. Um, and I, I I think that's what 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 was missing. And 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 again, it's what I want that doesn't make it right. I right. just felt I just felt the arc of the character would have been a good good time to do that. And can he come back from it again? You know, well, there could be a very long and in depth discussion, which we won't happen right now. No, about how a lot of that mystique was transferred to the Mandalorian through his show and his existence. And really, I mean, let's face it, the Mandalorian does have a lot of that mystique as to who Boba Fett was, and they ran with it. I mean, if you would. You had gone back in time and just turned the Mandalorian into the Boba Fett show and had him doing all those things, it'd still work. Yeah, it would have been interesting if he found Grogu. I don't know if he would be, it's a Jedi, he'd be like, maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe, I mean, there's opportunity for growth there. I'm just saying. Yeah. They took one of the things we all loved about Boba Fett was the mystique and mystery around him. They transferred that to the Mandalorian, and now we're finding out. Way too much about yeah, Boba Fett. The, the thing for Boba Fett is the mystery was gone for me way before even Mandalorian came out. Once I saw episode two, I, the, all, of, all of Boba Fett's mystery is gone. All of it. Okay, oh, he, I can see that. I he's see a clone. I get it. He's a clone. It's his kid's dad. And that's what, okay. You took it all away from me now. I know what he looks like under the helmet. He looks like Tamora Morrison. Right. So there was no, that, 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 to me, that, the argument of that is out the window because that was taken away 20 years ago. Well, that, well that's for you. No, it's for Star Wars people that watch it. It's like, you know, if you if you just watch the first three, you know, episode four, five, and six, and Boba Fett had three lines, fine. But if you watched the clone, any, the, you know, the prequels, you're like, oh, that's who Boba Fett is. He's as a clone. Looks like him. Hmm. There's nothing to, you know what I mean? You don't know how he's going to be as a character and how he talks. But right, it's just, right, right. You know, it's just, you, you know, the man of the hood is you don't know what he looks like. That's right. the mystery. But once you take that mystery away, oh, it's just a guy that looks like a clone. He looks now, like thousands and thousands of other people out there now. Which it'll be cool if I, I really hope in Ahsoka that they bring him back as Rex. I would love that. I would love it too. That'd be great. So, all right, we've gone really long. In the, the day, we give it a C. We've got 
Kenobi coming up, which scares me, and I'm so happy at the same time. I hope it's good. <laughs> I hope it's at You're least invited. I'm happy with Yeah, I'm happy if it would be a B. I don't need it to be an A. Just be a B. You know? That's all I want it to be. <laughs> because you know, I, I don't want what I don't want is like all the bullshit backlash that Star Wars always gets and picks on and you know, fuck Kathleen Kennedy and all this stuff. It's like you know. Enough. I just want good, decent stuff. You know? So. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode. We've talked enough. We've got Peacemaker next week. Um, Michael, let them know how they can talk to us about this finale and how dumb we are maybe about it. <laughs> yeah, please. Let us know if we're wrong. If you disagree, maybe you thought Boba Fett was a solid A or maybe you thought it was an F. Whatever it is, tell us your opinion. You can reach us on Facebook or on Twitter or I'm sorry, I'm mucking it up already. Like I haven't done this 132 times already. Right. Once again, you can find us on Twitter and on Instagram at Kybercast or on Facebook. We've got a page and a group at the Kybercast. Cool. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Kybercast. If you'd like to make a little tip out there for us, that'd be great. But the best way to support this show is to smash that subscribe button on your pod catcher. Tell your friends about it. You know, tell them they can go to Apple, Amazon, Spotify, whatever. They're all out there. Check it out there. Or check out our website at kybercast.com. All of our episodes are there. You can get the whole back catalog. Back catalog. Hopefully one day I can sell our back catalog for $250 million like Sting just sold his music for. But uh, it'll be a while. Maybe maybe 250 nickels. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who's Whoever wants it. Um, <laughs> check, out, check out the website. Uh for that and we have a store too if you want to go to uh, kybercast.com slash shopping and t-shirts cool stuff like that some swag and uh, that'll do it for this week next week we'll talk Peacemaker and whatever news comes around so until then this is the way I have spoken what a piece of junk boring conversation anyway